Welcome back to the final installment of this week's Pass Through Ride. I've seen a lot of people hating me, and I didn't know what to feel about that, so I guess I didn't like you much, none either. Я думал, что я не любил их тоже. During this fight, I've seen a lot of changing. В течение всего этого боя я понял, что много изменил. The way you felt about me and the way I felt about you. Я почувствовал, что вы тоже изменились. In here, there were two guys killing each other, but I guess that's better than 20 million. Я думаю, что это лучше, чем даже 20 миллионов долларов. What I'm trying to say is that if I can change, я думаю, что каждый тоже изменился. And you can change. Вы можете измениться. First place, Texas Rangers. But anyways, we'll uh, we'll uh, move on over to the baseball side of things because that's the sport that I like to watch the most um, yes. when hockey's not on. It's tough. It's really a toss-up right now at this point in my life. But uh, so before we get to what's going on with the Rangers, I do got to mention uh, the passing of a legend yesterday, September 26th. Uh, we lost Brooks Robinson, who I don't really expect you to know much about. Um, uh, he played, he would have retired in 77, debuted in 55. Uh, but he's just, you know, he's a lifer. 18-time um, All-Star, two times World Series. Uh, only won one MVP, which is always kind of weird. Uh, but he got 16 gold gloves. Uh, he won a Roberto Clemente Award, which is basically their Walter Payton Man of the Year Award uh, for people who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL Bruce Robinson, is just a, a good one. absolute, an absolute legend. Played for the Orioles his entire career. Um, so you know, for for the maybe the end of the peak era of baseball being the the ruling sport, he was he was one of the guys, and he was definitely one of the guys in Baltimore, which is a, a very historic franchise. So it's a you know, I mean, obviously, he born in nineteen thirty seven. You know, he. He got to 86, so that's a nice long life. Uh, so, you know, it's not like a, you know, not like Kobe dying. It's not that kind of tragedy, but it's still sad, obviously, and still worth worth mentioning. Uh, he's he's one of those guys when you're playing games that have, like, the legacy guys, he's going to be in there, um, you know. Okay. I was trying to think of an NBA, an NBA equivalent, but I don't know <clears> well <throat> enough on either side. I don't know specifically about his career outside of this. just one of those names I've always heard. Uh, synonymous with Baltimore and synonymous with uh, That's fair. MLB. That's very fair. Um, yeah. No, um, and this so is, I, I'm assuming, prior to Cal Ripken, right? Oh, yeah. Like I said, he, he retired in 77. Oh, uh, retired in 77. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He debuted 55, retired in 77. Ripken debuted, I think, in 83, and they won the World Series that year, or he debuted in 83, and they won it in 84, something like that, right around there. Um, yeah. So yeah, right. Yeah, before Cal, uh, this 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 was their franchise. Um, so just uh, just wanted to mention that. Make sure we get to get that. Uh, Fair enough. I appreciate get that. Get that some whatever attention it needs. Um, yeah. No, I respect that. You gotta, uh, you gotta give the pay homage to the legends. And yeah, I've never, and I don't think I'll have to edit this out. I'll look it up later. I've never heard any untoward stuff and 
for someone from that long ago to me not immediately already be like, oh yeah, I heard this. <laughs> that's probably a good sign. Honestly, uh, but anyways, that's good because we'll... <laughs> if your if your image of an old white guy named Brooks is that, I was is he was he a white guy? I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, he he was he was playing baseball in '55. I get it's it. Like, oh well, yeah. Oh yeah. That, I don't know the exact baseball one, but I can do the equivalent to NBA, and that sounds about right. About. But uh, yes, um, he is a Caucasian presenting uh, male. And that's a nice image because when I think old white dude named Brooks, I think of the Shawshank Redemption and institutionalization. And that's, that's fair. A little, I, little darker. That's one that I have not actually watched, but I know you know you know it. Just you you know everything about it just from having lived in in life in America. That's I fair. still do need to watch it, but it's a good one. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I bet yeah. it's it's long. It's, it's highly it's interesting regarded. that it's it's always on TV in a way. Like it's kind of one of those movies you watch like the real version, like the unedited version. And you're like, this is always on TV all the time. But it, it gets away with it because it's all like you know alluded to it's classic. Mm. No, uh, but anyways, we'll uh, we'll move on to um, the first place Texas Rangers, um, who uh, just kept just kept winning last week and hauled off and got themselves back into first place, which we weren't necessarily expecting. Um, when I was cutting up the audio for last week's episode, which I guess would have been Friday night. And uh, I couldn't finalize anything because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to put the first, if I needed to put the first place Texas Rangers drop back in. I ended up getting to put it back in. So that was pretty fun. Thank you, Houston. I love to see it. (laughs) Yeah. And thank you, Kansas City, I guess. I don't know what, I don't know what (laughs) happened there. Houston's a pretty confusing team, much like us, where it's like, all right, sometimes you're probably the best team in baseball. And other times you look like the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, I feel you on that because I that's an that is an unnecessary shot, especially coming from a Texas Rangers fan. But go ahead. (laughs) Hey, you know what? If I wasn't a Rangers fan, I would consider the Pirates. I like (laughs) the stuff; it looks cool. Um, Yeah, I love I like the whole Pittsburgh black and gold look for all their teams. Looks nice. Well, the Raiders could do some stuff, but let's not get into that. Um, Who or the (laughs) the Steelers? (laughs) Okay. Um. Anyway. Um. So what I was trying to ask you about and what I'm really kind of yeah. worried about into this, Houston looks like a shell of themselves, which is good. Here's my problem. Here's my issue. I can see what a pre- playoff bracket looks like. And even if mm-hmm. this keeps going our way, it may not end up going our way. And I don't like that. I'm already kind of getting scared. The playoff bracket currently has the Twins and the Astros playing each other in the first round for the rights to play the Texas mm-hmm. Rangers. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I need the Astros to fucking die. If the Twins beat us, it is what it is. Good game. I mean, really, if that's, the Astros come back to, to life do... to beat us, fuck that. I don't want so that. A part lot of, of that's going to have to do. Uh, so us, the Rangers, is us because uh, I'm a I'm a fan first. I'm not a. I'm not a objective journalist in this sense. I really should have changed um, into the jersey. I should have. Yeah, me too. But so the Rangers, Astros, <laughs> and Mariners all have uh, five games left, right? Uh, math. Yeah, I know that there's no, the Astros I know there's have the Astros have one three. less. They've the Astros the Astros have played one more game, so they have four games left. Um, 
So the Astros and Mariners finish up their series tonight. Uh, the Mariners haven't been doing a good job in that one uh, of, of fighting for us. Um, we were kind of hoping they would take two or three, and I think they've lost both. No, they won last night, too. They won last night. They split, I think. Oh, they split them? Okay. I fell asleep. Well, actually, no, I stayed up. I missed everything because I spent three hours reading court documents uh, that are completely unrelated to me. Um, <laughs> but um, The more you know. So we... So the Rangers and Mariners have five games left, uh, four of which are against each other. The Astros have one tonight against the Mariners, and then three against. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, and then three against uh, an Arizona team who is. Yeah, it was random. In the middle me, of their wild card, uh, their wild card race. So it's not they're not playing a cupcake, and they're not playing someone who's locked into anything. That they're they're going to be playing someone who's going to be trying as hard, uh, just like we are. So Let's go fucking Diamondbacks. Anyways, <laughs> weird thing, if you if you really want to look that far ahead and get into why you might be worried about Houston coming to Texas in the playoffs, is because Houston's road record is forty-seven and thirty, and their home record is thirty-nine and forty-two. Um, yeah, dude, this is not so fun time. For I don't some like reason, <laughs> for some reason, they don't play well at home, uh, but the Rangers do, <clears> except <throat> not against Houston. And that's another funny aspect to all this is it's kind of been like a, a rock, paper, scissors thing between the three teams or, you know, like a fire plant and water Pokemon type thing where one beats the other, beats the other, beats the other, you know, in a circle. Right. Yeah. Where, where we've, what they we've messed that. up the merit. We've bashed the Mariners. The Mariners bash the Astros and the Astros bash us. <laughs> yes. So that's, uh, yeah. Regularly. And I don't it's, like it. It's interesting and it's been really fun and I've I'll I'll beat this dead horse to the ground but if you had told me at any point in the last 6 years that today we would be uh what two and a half up going into the division uh, I would have just hands down taken it wouldn't have asked any questions <laughs> pretty much any time since like 2016 if you had asked me that I would have taken this spot right now so I get it and I and I respect the perspective at the same time I don't like, I don't, this is the cowboy fan in me not liking the narrative. I can see a mile away. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're, they're very different franchises, but, and then you also have to remember that allegedly every year, only one team gets to win. And most teams are going to yeah, have a but really I just, bad win percentage in look, finals. <laughs> I could lose to some other teams. I, if the twins beat us, it's a good game. I promise. But if the Astros really just revive their season just long enough to fuck our shit up, that's going to piss me off. The Twins aren't beating us. Um, But, yeah. Everyone else. Everyone else I would put on the list. Because I like this Rangers team. I'm getting more excited about it because the more that they fail, the more they come back, the more I'm in, you know? (laughs) But at the end of the day... They're a streaky effing team. This team is not ready to win a World Series. It's not a great way to be. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, they've—they're ready to compete for one. I'll tell you they're that. Ready, I yes, I win. agree. I agree. I'm excited to but, watch yeah, them mean, compete. And then obviously there's there's what's coming up on the horizon beyond just this year. That's that's also just kind of buoying me. I mean, obviously you know when you're here, you go for it and you try to get it. But mm-hmm. there's there's so much potential and hope in the future with obviously Evan Carter, and then if. Who the knows future face Wyatt of the league, Langford. in my opinion. <laughs> Who knows what Wyatt, Wyatt Langford, like what's going on there, how realistic and even near sustainable his 
rise through the minors was. Uh, I'm so hyped year. with uh, Evan. I'm not even, and, and honestly, with Josh still, that I really don't even care at this point. I'm just like, look, if it happens, let's go. <laughs> it feels it, and this is this is a bad thing to put on any team. It feels very 1995, 96 New York Yankees of like, because everyone, everyone likes to say the Yankees bought all their players, and there were times where they've done that, but that original, that that mid 90s, late 90s team that. They got those guys, and they they brought in a couple free agents, you know. But mm. the core of that, the core of that was from the farm and or from trades for minor leaguers, whatever, you know. Um, they had to earn the path. Yeah, they it's, it but out. it's still it's still a homegrown. They weren't they weren't known commodities until they they proved it there, mm. and we're kind of starting to fill out that way. Hey, Excuse I'm not me. I'm not uh, opposed between, to saying that between two outfielders. <clears throat> uh, one infielder and maybe catcher who knows what's going on with Jonah Heim, how long that can, that can be sustained in Garver. It's mm-hmm. interesting. We have what is historically one of the better ever catchers at framing uh, Austin hedges, just not playing at all. Um, I think he's serving like a, you Haslam, has some Theo Pinson role. Just like <laughs> he's there. He's hanging out. He's uh, the vibe captain. He's, he, he's supposed to be a lot of fun and yeah, he's, He's right. just there. I fuck with that. When, well, when when Jonah got hurt, they brought him in like, oh, might need you. Uh, Which is fair. And he delivered back, some so. all right stuff. I mean, in limited appearances, right? <sighs> or he was part well, of a lot of the slump, remember, though, too. I know, I know he did come in, but I don't remember. Yeah, and that was a tough time. Yeah. Uh, well, a tough time to lose. I think we lost four of our six All-Stars in the course of a month. I mean. And even you know, still, we, a lot of those losses were both We survived losses. it. <clears throat> some, and some of it was just the offense would also just go dead for games at a time in the worst spots with runners in scoring position and all that stuff. Yeah, there was a little bit of zip. Wait, risk? Josh, Josh Young comes back, Evan yes. Carter comes up, and all of a sudden it's a brand new lineup again. And yeah, at least Garcia injury, which kind of like Saquon earlier this year, it was like, that looks really bad. And then it's like, oh, well, actually, he's going to be right back. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So give him the contract is what I'm trying to say, because that that kind of healing stuff, I might uh, look, just Dang. pay him. A, what? How much do I have? Do I have to give him long term deals? Does anyone do like know, that, simple contracts? In, that kind of he- that kind of healing. Do you want to risk the suspension? <laughs> <laughs> um. It's an interesting thing, and I, 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 we haven't talked about this. I don't think on the actual podcast yet. Um, was it? Camera who was recently in the NBA? Derek Rose talking about HGH and that kind of stuff and comeback drugs and stuff. So that that does deserve a talk, and I think that happens in every sport more than we'd like to admit. Baseball obviously took a huge hit for that. Um, it's just us finding really out, get, really, because. Because they let it get a little too obvious. <laughs> well, and it's also possible that, and I don't want to speak out of my ass here. There's it's also possible. There's also that, a difference between HGH and PEDs, and these are all different terms that people just kind of lump all together. And it's like what's safe for the players, what's actually an advantage, because there's that's when it gets into a much yeah. weirder world. And define advantage or define unfair advantage, I guess. It's mm-hmm. so it's going to get subjective at some point, but yeah. obviously, you know when you see players like the, you know, the growth of Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire, their physical growth where you're like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> but if someone, for me, at least if someone's like, I want to come back from this ACL injury a month sooner. I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't care what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's, as long as you can get around it, 
And in certain places you can, certain places you can't. <laughs> that's just how it is yeah. right now. But anyways, that's a, that's a <clears> side <throat> that I was not expecting to take. Well, uh, speaking yeah, of yeah, HGH, do you think we've pumped it all up in our start or our big trade, our big trade asset from the Scherzer? Another, another. I saw another Evan Grant tweet. Back. I saw another yeah. Evan Grant tweet. That's just one of those. So yeah, potentially Max Scherzer, the other giant star pitcher the Rangers acquired this year. Yeah, we the forgot about the giant other guy. star pitcher the Rangers acquired this year. Um, excuse me, sorry. Uh, they're they're teasing he might come back as well um, for the playoffs. So we'll see. I'll, I'll believe it when I actually see him in a game. You think he'll just give it his yeah. last shot because this is it? You don't think he's gunning for one more deal after the I next mean, one? No. I mean, I'm you sure think he'll retire after one, next but... year? It, most likely. He's so old. What is he like? Thirty-eight? No, or... dude. Did you see? Uh, did you see this clip on Twitter that it showed um, a Dodgers Diamondbacks game from the two thousands, and it was Randy Johnson purple, versus purple and black. Yeah, it was. Well, no, no, eh, maybe. It was Randy Johnson versus yeah. uh, not Sandy Koufax. That's too old. Uh, Max Greg Scherzer. Maddox. Greg Maddox. Oh, okay. It was those two were supposed to pitch and they didn't go. And instead, it, we get Scherzer Kershaw. That's cool. <laughs> baby Scherzer, baby Kershaw. Yeah, he's thirty nine as of July twenty seventh. So that means he'll be forty when he retire or when his contract ends. I don't doubt that he would sign another contract if offered to him. I just also don't know how much. How much more does he have? <laughs> well, I'd like to get it out of him, to be honest. I mean, we got spots. Like, I'm not set on a lot of these guys. I, I like to have optionality on this Rangers team right no, now. No, I mean, the money's spent either way. I mean, obviously, you'd like him to be able to do something for you, but... <laughs> Even moving yeah, forward, I mean, shit. I... Milk him dry, just like we're going to do a, a role. Like, Chapman's probably done after this year, right? Dude, I... that's interesting. His velocity's been way down... <laughs> recently um whatever let's they've been see able what we get him. out of it but they've also yeah i'm saying but they've also been able to use him for inning inning half close to two innings and that's mm-hmm. there's no such thing as whatever uh and he's doing fine he's still getting the outs just in a different way which is interesting and who knows i mean if he can learn how to pitch then all of a sudden he could extend his career um you know the not pushing pitching 40? and throwing uh, he's got to be up there, but I mean, that's this man's been in this, been, this sudden, man's been a name for at least a decade. So, if he hasn't been, yeah, if he hasn't been throwing this kind of stuff his whole life, and all of a sudden he's throwing <clears> more <throat> of it, then he's probably risking those weird injuries like Tommy John and stuff. But TJ, he hasn't got the wear and tear. So, well, I think a lot of that wear and tear probably comes from the way he fucking crushes those baseballs. Hey. Well, either uh, way, Chapman is 35, 35. Well, that's not the worst, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> either way, I'm no, excited. if you're already losing, like if you have a hundred mile an hour fastball and then all of a sudden it's a 97 mile an hour fastball, you're going to get rocked. You're just absolutely going to get rocked. It's not the future doesn't look good there. Speaking of getting rocked, positive momentum on the Rangers tonight, but we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. I guess that game's probably about to start, huh? First score, just got the notification. That's what I like to see. Um, But yeah, long story short on the Rangers right now, for sure, at least for me, is I'm I'm still excited. I'm I'm both grateful and worried about the narratives because Dallas sports teams 
have a very, 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 very unfortunate and uh, habit, and we all know it. And I don't. Some people are lying to themselves about it. Some people are way too opinionated about it. Either way, we know this shit is real and factual. And the Rangers, I I hope, are the team that breaks this. I hope because they're the first one in line because I need them to break it for the rest of them because they're all stuck. So if it's not them, I you could make an argument it might be the second team or the other team that you're responsible for understanding all about. And explaining to some oh, I thought, like I thought you were going to say the ones that play next door, but then we won't no, no, we're not going that, that far this week. No, no, no. The train's going the other direction on them. I'll go, no, I'll I'll go ahead and use that as a, a good transition <laughs> into a brief little touch on teasing everybody, letting you all know that hockey is back. Um, uh, camp and preseason started. The Stars won their first preseason game. I can't remember if they played two already. They were they smacking the, the shit out of somebody the other night. And they played last <laughs> night too, I think. Yeah, I think I think it ended six to one uh, last night. Um, or maybe I don't remember. Like like you were talking about basketball, the preseason is a whole other thing. Um, that I just don't really. I'm happy because it just means we're almost there. Um, yeah, I feel you. My notes were literally and, fuck. It's already baseball hockey season. That's it. Yeah, and this is this is an interesting position that I haven't seen a whole lot of in my life, especially as they start getting more and more analytics and all that crap throwing in. I just say crap to just say all encompassing all the numbers. There might um, be a crap stat we don't know yet. <laughs> uh, the the truth stat. Um, yeah. Uh, so the uh, so this year the stars are on a lot of projections. Actually, a top five team to do something you know what scratch that cutting that part no one's They're the number one team what i saw was they were ranked third like most likely to like make the playoffs at like a 98.7 percent chance um vegas and there was, boston uh but probably but uh, i looked at that chart earlier i didn't hear about any big you know kevin durant free agency rumors so Assume that the NHL is and, fairly, and it's always also really weird with hockey because outside of Gretzky, not one person really has ever <laughs> been that much to you know. It's hard to be that much when you're only out there for a third well, of the game or whatever it is. Jason Robertson still has time to make his mark. Fair, fair enough. Uh, Wyatt Johnson, second years. So yeah, we'll we'll talk a bit about. I saw Marchment paper expe- getting a little the expectations, bit of, uh... especially with what about Marchment. I just saw a lot. Of, I just saw the a lot of goals with his name on it in the highlights. Or oh the yeah, yeah, he's looked good. He's looked good early in camp. Um, so this team, if if anyone remembers, um, really, really crapped the bed in the playoffs against Vegas last year, um, giving us what might be the worst moment in Dallas Stars history uh, with the Jamie Ben game misconduct, fans throwing stuff on the ice, uh, just. Pathetic, it, was, it, it felt like another chapter in a book I might write one day, but go ahead. It looked like the last time a team was ever going to play in a town before they moved away. <laughs> it was just, just terrible. Like it looked like they, it looked like it felt like they were just going to pick the team up and move them just to just let's just never talk about this again. <laughs> we're, we're actually trading the Dallas Wild and um, the Minnesota Stars are 
now a thing. Oh God, kill me. <laughs> um, but you know, as the dust settles, you get some clarity over a few months. And I think I tried to mention this, even though I don't know if I believed it at the time, but last year was a very successful year by all accounts. Uh, Jamie Ben had his best year in <clears throat> several years, um, which made that whole instance ding that much more. Um, and yeah, every, everything looked great. The, the old guys were coming through. The young guys are getting a little bit older now. We're bringing up some more guys again. We got Wyatt Johnson, who played the end of last year, played in the playoffs. Um, just like Jason Robertson, he's kind of one to watch. Um, still living at Joe Pavelski's house, uh, so that's always good. Um, that's the camaraderie we need. What they're doing, we don't need to know. Yeah, if yeah, you don't have this... 20 year old all of a sudden he's about to make a million something dollars living by himself partying up all night he's literally living in a <laughs> or kind of like a international exchange student or a billet or whatever they call the billet family like in junior hockey in canada when the 14 year old just goes and lives at some other stranger's house so they can go play hockey across the country oh i never thought about how much that's probably common in a lot of sports it's yeah, I think that's how it works yeah, in canada and the juniors and all that um, yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyways, so there's there's very lofty expectations for this team. Should be very fun. We're not gonna get into a whole lot of X's nose here. I did also want to mention, and this is also gonna be related to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they did present us with the the brand new video board in the American Airlines Center. Um, it's pretty nuts looking. I still you don't really fully understand what it looks like when it's up and running, and what angles you're seeing from what seats. Uh, because it's got this weird, like the there's so there's the out the main out I'll call it an outer screen that comes, you know it's huge, and then underneath that if you're sitting below it you can see, it's not like a, a flat bottom it's an open bottom, and then there's an inside screen around that oh, you can see I, I guess from the lower that, bowl actually. that's that's also super high def and covers everything so. It's going to look nuts, and um, one of my friends was at uh, at a preseason game. He sent me a bunch of videos. It looks cool. We are a little disappointed that the Stars and Mavs didn't uh, didn't go for the projection route because that projecting on the ice that we've seen uh, in Seattle oh, uh, really? is maybe the, the coolest. It looks it looks like you're watching a high-definition TV if it's yeah, just, yeah. just if no one's it. out there it's just amazing. on the ice. Uh, you're oh. right. It's a sin that all the hockey teams don't aren't mandated by the league to do something because like the league is, is I can't it up too, imagine how expensive it is. That's my I know that the stars have rented the stars I have rented it, but... something similar, uh, but it wasn't that high quality. You're right. I've seen them use know. projection, but yeah. it wasn't of quality. And I've also seen this would be cool. I can't remember where, who was doing this, but there was somewhere where people would go to the arena. And, you know, you can go to the arena and watch it on the jumbo board, but someone was doing on the ice. They just had like little circles basically indicating where all the players were. So you could just watch the motion on the ice. Kind of cool for, you know, like if your team's playing away, but you're at your home arena. Right. So you could see on the ice like circles with the puck moving between them of what's actually happening in real time. It's cool content. Stuff that you can do that. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's something new. You give I your mean, fans something new. It's, it's good. Yeah. I would, in some cases I'd rather, and actually in a lot of cases, I'd rather do that than try to sit at a bar and watch it or something. So 
And for families, it's always an event. All that. Anyways, all that's to say, giant new video board looks pretty cool. They also put in, they they listed the number of seats, which I wasn't sure if that meant some seats didn't get switched to the new seats, or if they just wanted me to know how many seats are in there. Uh, but there's a bunch of new seats in the arena, 19,000 something. They're like, yeah, yeah people are 300s. Sint Marshall, Sint Marshall assured me that they are very nice seats. Sint Marshall said, "We paid for a new roof." She, yeah. She, oh, she and that's no disrespect they, to Sint Marshall. Invested twenty million dollars. Yeah, well, no, I mean that's her job is to be the the I, face. So I'm laughing because the part of the story I care about, although this is nice, and I need to go to. I guess this. Well, neither one's coming up soon, so I need to go to one of the games, one of the teams, and see it. Um. This still doesn't really leave us with a resolution on the future of the AAC. So. No, no, absolutely not. And I was I haven't asked anyone about this, but I've been thinking about is that thing movable, that screen? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. You, I think you construct you just it take and that then out deconstruct and... it anyway. So it's probably not awesome, but if they had to, they could. Move it across the street to But I think that they Cuban, would keep the Cuban casino. What would Cuban call his casino? I don't know. I so yeah, if they move it across the street to that lot, I built Cuban everybody owns. by selling internet on the radio arena. I still love that. Um, radio on the internet, whatever it is, TV on the internet. Yeah, something. No, it's I can't what it was. Yeah, you're talking about the band, but he, yeah, he he did technically <laughs> do what that band's name was. TV on the radio. TV on the radio. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, no, no, was, he did radio on the internet, internet. base. Radio on the internet. He did radio on the internet. We're real smart guys. Basically. Mark Cuban himself has even said, this is why I love it, that he sold a junk company and fucking made. And to be fair, Yahoo just did nothing with it. And that's kind of on them. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he was a dot-com <laughs> booms issue and they fucked it up, not him. He did. He, he had something. They did they something wanted. similar when <laughs> they, they tried to launch their own video streaming platform. And it was just, they didn't do a great job. Yahoo Screen, R.I.P. It's where the last season of Community aired. Oh shit! Damn. You know, honestly, I wish community didn't oh. exist sometimes, but that's a different thing. Oh man. Only because it makes we'll me sad. To... It just—it's a great show, but it makes me sad too. It has too much. It has more sadness out of it. I just needed people to live in a very, world where where fucking Fletch dim. isn't kind of, problematic. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and unfortunately. One of my favorite movies of all time is thankfully Chevy doesn't look a fucking thing like himself back in the day, really, because he's just a big fat ogre of a man now, big old white fucking his head looks like the Barry got Barry Bonds treatment. I don't know. I guess I can I can just separate in my head these things. That like just I makes can, me you, sad that how many that? people hate him. Now, compartmentalize. You know? I can just compartmentalize all that because I, I really feel like. It. I feel like a young me looked up to Chevy Chase's comedy more than most people. And just to find out that he actually just wasn't really being a comedian. He was just actually an asshole the whole time. I on cocaine. That too. <laughs> that too. But if you think about it, Chevy Chase is basically just being himself. But it, it just happens to be funny when we're not thinking he's an asshole, but he is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and unlike Belushi and Farley, it didn't kill him. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. At least he had vice management down. <laughs> well, to some extent, I've, some of that's just luck. But he was also a, a significantly smaller man than both of them were. 
He's taller though. He's, he was just a slender guy. He must have. He must have right, actually yeah, been open. I don't know. Not just lying about and it. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he actually. Yeah. Maybe he actually did work out a little bit, Keith Richards style on cocaine, like Michael Irvin. Um, oh, sounds terrible. Sounds absolutely terrible. But um, yet, but yeah, three Super probably Bowls be became it. of it. <laughs> probably going to be it for hockey. Um, I guess we can do if you'd like. We could do some brief football talk. Uh, we'll do a little bit. We could touch college. a little college and a little NFL. Yeah. Um, I only have like four points uh, though, if I were even in- interesting for college or for the yeah. NFL. College, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Go ahead. Hit, hit me with what you, what you wanted. I was gonna we'll talk about foosball. You need. I need you to give me a foosball drop. Who is that? Foosball is the devil. Of oh, uh, Bobby yeah, Boucher's mom. Uh, anyway, I yeah, that's the cut I need. I need foosball is the devil. Anyway, mama said, my mama, my mama, my mama, my mama said. I, my girlfriend obviously struggles to have a lot of American films, like true, even though she's an American, oh, just truly American cultural I bet films. He's the worst. No, she she's good to show Adam Sandler stuff too. She likes. Well, it. I just mean to like trying to understand what he's saying half the time. Oh no, no, I haven't not... done Waterboy yet. Waterboy is gonna be fun because she. One time uh, I really got her on. Which the... even every in every movie he just starts doing his like weird shtick. Who like. But Waterboy, I feel like, is a good one. I'm just saying, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick Adam yes. Sandler movies if I was trying to teach someone English. Oh no, no, not that. She speaks. She's like, she's a complete. Yes, yes. I know. In that yeah, I got that. Yes, I was just, she is. That's where I was going in my she head. She is very like, much an the LA worst. girl. She just was raised by two Indian people who didn't like her dad. Literally, only listens to death metal and watches ninety actions movies. <laughs> that, like, that's, that's the tight. only not only American stuff he takes in. Obviously, they they that's they have cool. plenty of Indian stuff that he that they fuck with. But like, that is like the only American just, concept they fuck with. <laughs> yeah, I was just imagining like when I if I try to show someone something from <clears throat> England, it's like I can't only go to so far with the accents. For like, if you're not already watching a bunch, you're not going to understand what any of these people on this side are saying. <laughs> no, it's. It, it is a little bit of that too, though, because like I, I've already showed her it's Friday. Bad. I, I just, just listen to this. And she's she's only yeah. a couple years younger than me too. She's not like much younger than me, and she lived in L.A. her whole life. She just under a rock. I think Friday. I think Friday. I think your Anchorman. I, I think Friday didn't. I don't think Friday was as big for mine and your generation. We just happen to be people who remember it and know it. I don't think it was as big for us as it was for those people above us a little bit, but that's fair. I mean, I was I'm a thinking. kid when it came out. It was just always on, always on TV, and I always watched it there. And then my yeah. dad. And I think like, we were kind of it. the the edge of that, and for some reason, <laughs> Friday didn't get reborn until by Felicia. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. The meme comes out. A lot of memes come from that movie too. Actually, now that's the good. That's actually what I'm showing her. This I show her Anchorman for the first time, and a whole world of memes like becomes uh, available to her. She's like, oh, that's the reference. Oh, that's the re- oh my god. Yeah. So it's just really funny. Yes, if it's Will Ferrell and a mustache, <laughs> that. Um, or he's or he's saying the n word is Robert Goulet. I have I used to have the best of Will Ferrell and SNL DVD. Um, that's probably the only place you could find that. No. Yeah, that's fair. I never thought about that. <laughs> No, you two, or maybe not you two, but some, somebody's going to have it somewhere. Vimeo, maybe. Daily motion. <laughs> um, no good way to get back into college football here. 
Um, yep. Sorry. Um, but I'm good with that derailment. Actually, I appreciate that. That all that all came off of foosball was the devil. Foosball. Yep. Uh, let's talk stay. about let's talk about Oregon and Colorado. Just knock it out. Yeah, that um, one's the number one on my list anyway. Like it was one of the most watched games probably that we'll have all year uh, until Colorado USC. Although even that might have taken a hit because of this. Um, I'll still be there, but and you're look, right. I, uh, I'm just like, yeah, the the real the real 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 casuals aren't gonna yeah reality came down tuning in for a team with a loss. Um, but yeah, so you know, I don't want to rain too much on the parade. I think I've been pretty vocal about kind of being annoyed by some of the theatrics of it. <clears throat> and mostly because I knew anyone knew this was coming, not because I don't believe in Dion, but because I don't believe Dion could do it in one year. Uh, I think give him at least well, three, and yeah. then who knows? Let's see, because what he did in one year is even astonishing. Even already. two is possible. I, I truly believe that now. But the thing is, yeah, is, if you can get the transfers, but then then the actual coaching comes in to try to pull it all together and that's where i'm still iffy exactly and what but, did what did dion but hey we'll give him the benefit of the doubt right even if they're miracle workers, and you know he's, right? i'm sure i'm sure he's also probably really good at hiring guys who know what they're talking about for football i assume yes so. it, it, i think that seems to be one of his best traits is that he's more of a ceo type coach um yeah and which it, is it, what you need in college and so and you he the players seem to respond well to it there's some levels of it that's whatever how, however you feel about it like they talked a lot of shit and they got their ass beat and that's on record you know I, and happens. i understand you have to you have to do that a little bit to build the brand and all that kind of mm. thing that's fine but the it's trenches is where it's hard like it. and that's where this game was lost as they had the skilled oh, players are, at, are at colorado colorado may have a decent chunk of skill players that are headed to the NFL or that are big time college uh, players. Like I'd have no problem with that. I like, I like Shador. Um, Travis Hunter, obviously is a talented guy. I still just feel like you don't have the trenches one in any way, shape or form. And in football we forget, but it is still the most important part. It's absolutely. And that's, yeah. I don't remember when I actually learned that. I think it was probably my freshman year of college watching Texas play where I was like, oh, this yeah. is well, when, when this it is went how south you beat everybody. Texas, is you part. just and it's not even like it's not even that you're just you all you don't always score all the points at the start. It's just the wear, the wear down of when the other team's line is just that much stronger and better than mm -hmm. you. That by the end of the late third quarter, you're just done. You can't keep playing, and then they're going to step on the neck. And no disrespect to TCU, but it was a big part of why there was a big gap for them to try to compete for the college football title is yeah. because they even even though they had built something really good, especially in the Big 12 where they were dominant, it still and sort of was a reflection on the league, which is why Texas and Oklahoma are not only moving, but also are changing the way they play to have more of these rotation defensive linemen and thicker linemen because they know that the SEC requires. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is pretty frustrating to see Texas. Oh God, how long has it been? Uh, Fourteen years later, remembering how how offensive lines and defensive lines work. But we're here, and <laughs> we did it. Yeah, it took a while to get some NFL prospects back in the door too, which is another thing. I mean, I think they always had some, just less, and they weren't doing anything. Well, there was a couple of years where they went over. <clears throat> And then there was guys like Malik, yeah, like, God, but, Malik Jefferson. I don't God, think that means Aiden Stern. I don't think that means the guys. I don't think that means the guys there weren't good. It just means they weren't. They weren't developed well. Yeah, they weren't developed yeah. in the way that was conductive for sure. 
Um, and so Texas, well, since we're already here, they they took care of business, which this was a huge potential trap game. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing Baylor two well, weeks Baylor after sucks, the Alabama yes. game, all that. It's, I mean, they're not good, but it's still just Baylor and, might and, be back to I Baylor mean, if we're being honest. I would even consider it. I would even consider getting trapped if they had, Texas had only won it like seventeen ten or something stupid like that. But they didn't. They didn't mess around. Is mm-hmm. kind of the point I'm getting to. They went in. They took care of business. What was it thirty eight to six? The final. Something kind of like not that. a whole lot happened in there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. And they look really good. Uh, they're still third in the country, and they'll stay They'll stay third in the country unless uh, was it Georgia and Michigan, I think, unless one of them loses. Um, Even when Texas is still kind of like overrated in my book and an affectionate overrated, I, I, it's you always get the boost. So when they're actually good, I'm not surprised is, that they're getting the boost. <laughs> this is the first time in a while where I'm not like, do I think that they're right now absolutely the third best team? Probably not, because it's impossible to really know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not. I'm not feeling the. Uh, I'm not feeling the guilt of the Texas bump that I've felt in the last 14 years of like the Ellinger this team years. Absolutely does not belong <laughs> in this conversation right now. God love them. You know, that was knows? a lot we of Sam Ellingers. We don't know where it's. We don't know where it's going to go, but it looks good. It looks like they've developed something. Uh, something real. Um, something that I've can heard compete. That from a couple, I've heard that from a couple different analysts, and that's nice to hear. Um, outside of them just talking about how good your quarterback is, who's okay, which has been the case for a long time. Now that now he's actually good. Uh, that's yeah. Maybe crazy. a succession of good quarterbacks coming down the pipeline. If we can only yeah, dream. we'll see. As long as we don't, as long as we don't Kevin Sumlin it, I think we'll be all right. Yep, that's um, a that's a good one, but we don't have a swagger copter going around. I think that lesson got learned. <laughs> and then probably the other biggest story in college football this week, probably definitely bigger than Texas beating Baylor, uh, was Notre Dame's loss, and that was that's a tough one, pal. Um, running ten guys out on defense when the game's on the line. Especially, not don't gonna, forget that we had help. this issue, what, last year? This is Marcus Freeman's second year as the head coach, and his first year he was already getting racial slurs and all that kind of shit from the fan base. Um, so it's a tough one when it happens to anybody. When you've already had this situation with a fan base that seems to have this little hot button, you know, good for the dude because he's going to have to go trial by fire with this whole Notre Dame build. Like, much respect <laughs> And then we got... And then we got the Ryan Day yelling at an octogenarian on live TV at the end of the game, which like you can you can disagree with what Lou Holt said, but it's like you're never gonna come out you're never gonna come out looking good when you're yelling at an eighty year old man who a lot of us think might be suffering through some kind of sundowning dementia type thing, bro. Like. I don't like to side with Lou Holtz either, usually, but I was kind of like, yeah. I'm not I mean, siding with Lou Holtz. Well, I, I kind of. I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, you're not gonna win. You have to know when you're fair. not gonna win. I kind of also thought that Ohio State. You soft, win, but at the same time, you win by shutting up and letting the game talk. But I, I think it. I think you're right. I think that he watched too much of Colorado tape heading into this week, and <laughs> he got himself fired. The up. the the opinion was too. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, maybe he's just trying to compete with Dion on the recruiting trail now. <laughs> You're right. Oh, that people really want passion. I'll give them passion. I'll yell at an eighty-year-old man on live TV. Ooh, well, whatever he says to me, that was just uncalled for. <laughs> 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 
Oh, it wasn't half bad. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard it in a while either. That was just based off of years of programming. And then just Mark May, or was it, it's not Mark, was it Mark May, I think, was the other guy? And just, he's like this really stern, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that was the old college football final. It's much better now with the, they have like a younger white dude who hosts it, and then they've got... Um, Curb Street? No, 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 the college football final show that they used to do. That's what oh, Lou Holtz did for the longest was college football final, and now it's uh, I, um, Joey Galloway, and um, I, I watch it every week. I, I, Brady Quinn? I feel like there's a quarterback there. Anyway, it, Brady it's a good Quinn show. Would, would, that would sound right. Um, yeah, I pretty much have always done a good job of avoiding pre- and post-game and halftime broadcasts, unless I will watch... Sometimes I'll watch the stars live. I like that one, but that's fair. No, I, I uh, actually would recommend well, college although, football. Final. Okay, so then you get like obviously Chuck and Shaq. I can watch them; they're cool. <laughs> they're more entertaining than information, right? I, exactly. I actually that's, really do like that's college what football I would rather, final because it's, I would it's the other way around. I don't necessarily want. I like for me that's like I need decompression time. I need to calm down. I need a cigarette and not to think about the stress I'm about to go through for the next half of this game. <laughs> That's fair. Well, yeah, halftime stuff is it's always so, and, like, especially ESPN, because they just want more commercials. And I think the reason I don't like post-game as much is just, like, it's over. So I'm either really mad, or I'm so happy that I'm like, I don't even need to hear about this right now. <laughs> I'm I, too I, I agree with... Basically, uh, I'm, an emotional, like, I'm an emotional fan who wants to keep it all to myself i feel you i i like it because i i have a i have a formula tried and true cowboys win all the media cowboys lose none of the media it's a great formula i promise every fan should do it um the it well not our podcast living, never skip living here podcast. yeah it is interesting living here <laughs> so i just never get any vikings anything unless i seek seek it out <laughs> Oh, that's okay, because no matter where the fuck I, I was, I'd have to deal I with can't the Cowboys shit. I can't stumble into it. Yeah. Yeah. At least one, um, at least a, a half of a segment, for sure. Um. So so that's just my rule for it, but I do feel you. Um. There is one last college football point I wanted to talk about briefly, because we yep. don't know shit else about it. The Battle of the Pack 2 was interesting, but it led to an interesting story that I thought was more interesting so the pack two is just oregon state washington state it was a fun football game right. good scoring game not the interesting story the interesting story is because of this pack two championship that just happened we have um an interesting question about the future of college football playoffs and a proposition has been announced i think you may have saw it in the ticker maybe not there will be a power five automatic bid and the next seven teams would be into the playoffs as the 12 team. You mean a so group of basically, five bid? the Pac 12 dies. There now is a Power Five. I don't know who the Power Five is exactly. That doesn't feel like math to me. It feels like losing a Pac 12 means there's not a Power Five, but whatever. What, SEC, Big, Tw Big Ten, whatever the hell the Big 12 is. Big 12, but is the Big 12 Big 12 is going to be kind of it's going to be a and tough one. Colorado them, right? ACC is they the ACC and Big 12 are going to be very, yeah, you're right. Colorado might be a big deal for them. You're right. All right, we'll see. Anyway, uh, I guess power, I missed this proposition. Five. <laughs> yeah, so power five 
whatever those five powers tiers are, the champions of those, and then the next seven best teams. Oh my god. I spelled it incorrectly. So that's just an interesting nugget if you don't know about it. Everyone should keep their eye on I kind of like it. It's kind of interesting. I don't really know what you would do otherwise. I mean, do you need automatic bids for them? Probably not. But if you do it, is that better? Is it worse? I guess I'll have to hear more people's opinions on it. Um, I just think it's a sexy idea. It's kind of interesting. Oh my gosh. I also... We're about to get weird. This is about to get kind of weird. You know, we have these fucking super divisions and shit. Former Pastor Rock mentioned Mill Tucker has officially been fired. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clemson might be leaving the ACC. Oh, didn't know that. That feels bad for business in the ACC, but I don't know. Where would they go then? I'm th- See, this is very. This is why college football SC- alignment is. SEC. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yes, uh, that would make sense, but how the fuck are the, like, what, is there any need for another conference? Just have the two, and then the Big Ten and the SEC just become their own thing? Where did you see this playoff thing? Why can't I find it? It was on the ESPN ticker. I didn't make shit up. I hope not. America. Oh, I see it here. No, no, you're good. The whole world. Uh, The college football playoff committee is leaning towards a five plus seven format for the expanded playoff. That's even sexier, leaning. ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, SEC, and the highest ranked group of five team. So that's your Uh, fifth power five. I see. And then the next seven highest ranked teams. Interesting. Uh, I'll have to spend more time considering that before I give you uh, my full my full throated opinion. But Good. I don't mind I don't mind them opening it up, and I definitely don't mind them trying some stuff out to figure out what's best because it's an impossible task because they're working on a severely broken system and trying to trying to fix all the pieces while everyone's just fighting over money. So and it, yeah, it's every it's just the wild west too. It's just everyone's up. Everyone's yeah. Just doing the NCAA whatever. <laughs> has such little power control no teeth <laughs> no hand they've got no hand they can't they can't do anything and so these conferences just get to do whatever the hell they want bro they're gonna have to take it as a win that they got an extra year out of texas ou i know there's a lot of people being affected but texas ou one screwing the big 12 is easily the funniest and i'm not saying that biasly texas and ou like unbiasedly texas ou are dirty motherfuckers and it's hilarious the way they've handled their i don't business. think so They've been, they just got they've out of putting the bill. Dragging, too. They've been dragging that conference since its creation, and they want out. You're right. Well, it, it also maybe needs the conference also maybe needs to move on from this version of itself because it's not conducive for business as well. No, it's, it, it did nothing yeah, without was, them. You know, there were two big, there were two big dicks, and no one else was going to do anything, and they weren't going to do anything for anybody else. So it's just move on. Let's cut ties. Yeah, I agree. And this might honestly have been a solution uh, for the Big Twelve long term. We need to be playing Alabama and Arkansas and AM. We don't need to be playing TCU. Higher Heck. standard. It's going to be a harder fall, though, I feel like. When I Texas mean, the gets rest, bad last, again, it might get bad again. The last but. 14 years have been pretty rough. I'm not too concerned. <laughs> I, I feel you. I, I feel that sentiment as well. I feel that sentiment as well. So Texas, and that's we'll another see. thing, is people always think Texas is they're technically a blue blood, but there's a lot of bad years in between some of that good stuff. Yeah, not as not as many titles in this legacy. It's, it's mostly <laughs> just the brand and the money, the cash yeah, flow. I love it. It's great. I'll cheer and for this, every year, the but, location yeah. is good for the college kids. 
And yeah, so that'll probably wrap up wrap up the college football portion and then we'll see what we what we hit on here on the NFL rapid fire round. With yeah, we'll just do rapid chocolate. fires. This week's Pass the Rock is brought to you by Thoughts. You know when you hear those voices in your head? Thoughts. C's usually pull takes up your, a couple of storylines. You go pull ahead. up your list here so I can make sure I'm with you. We'll All go right. through some of them quickly, but I'm going to try to make sure that you uh, have any time to get off any of your, your opinions on some of these subject matters. Uh, starting off, my one of my things this week, probably my I put this number wish, one for a reason. <laughs> Before you start, I wish we could have people giving live bets on... Uh, just how much I'm going to care about each one of these. <laughs> Ooh, you can just rate it. I, I'm down for rating it, and then we can just get the betting later. So, my first thing, fuck Travis Kelsey for what you've done to me and to my television and to my timeline. At the same time, it's been about a week, so I've kind of gotten more used to it. There have been some funny parts. There have not been some funny parts. Seeing Howie Long do a skit about it on the pregame show killed my soul. Told you I don't watch those shows. <laughs> and I, I might be done with the pregame show forever, though I already <laughs> kind of was. But that really hurt my soul. But Taylor Swift has invaded. The Swiftiness has invaded the National Football League. And it has been a mix of both funny and awful. Where do you stand? Uh, it's just uh, uh, <laughs> that's kind of my it's kind of my physical just uh, it's a lot. It's dude. fine. Like I, I don't like I don't really care. Like obviously, like I don't really care. Um, I understand that from her side of things and her fan base that everything is this level all the time. Apparently, I didn't even realize. It's just I didn't respect. It is it. just. 100 there's no zero there's no zero two it's just 100 all yep. the time um and that's that is exhausting to me and i don't know why i'm guessing i mean obviously i can see some of the plus side for travis kelsey his jersey sales went up 400 percent in one day oh the nfl's um, having a f- loving this yeah he's getting more attention for his Dude, they just podcast. announced that she's going to be at the jets game for the sunday night I mean, this game. is i if it's not the most obvious actually I would say it's the most obvious business deal, but I don't really understand celebrity her side of it. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, what, it what seems to be her history, but I don't know. The net positive about it. for her. No, her history is like little scrawny pop stars and emo no, boy singers. No, not sports guys. I just mean like she 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 does the Kim Kardashian style of uh, celebrity hop in a way. Like she's like, um, not as bad. She does a different version of it, but like yeah, she has a for sure. I mean, list, and that's you know that's saying? the circles you run, and that's the circles you run in and stuff. But for me, it's like if it was like a set up corporate version, I think they would have picked someone different than him. But maybe not. Maybe they think he's the most marketable guy that they could that they could run with for this. No, so. honestly, it could be both. It could be a legitimate uh, relationship that is also well, sort I think, of just naturally I think that all over the place. I think that their business relationships between people who are friendly. And they like each other enough to be like, okay, we're going to do it like this for a little while, and then we'll no, and it, move on and get, make more money. It's And it's possible because it's not just that Travis is a good football player. It's that he also no, seems I mean, he to, had be to be really good at media mark- stuff. He has to be marketable. He has mm-hmm. to be funny. And he is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so he, he checks whatever. a lot of the boxes. 
I don't have too much to say on it. We'll see what happens there. Uh, obviously, way. there are a lot of good jokes. I think the best joke I heard was by a man named Blake Jones, uh, who he used to work at the ticket. Uh, he said, uh, ooh, home run, Adelise Garcia. That's not what he said. He said that he just can't wait for Taylor Swift to write a song about how bad at pass blocking uh, Travis Kelsey is. And I can't wait for that song either. That's awesome. Oh, no. Uh, my favorite was somebody said that wait till they figure out Gronk is their arch enemy, and then they're going to say the best availability or best ability is availability. <laughs> yeah, Gronk can point at all his rings. Although they're probably close. Well, to yeah, I don't know how long ago. Like, I, I honestly, when I saw that tweet, I, my bigger takeaway was, "Damn, you're right. It is kind of Gronk versus Kelsey all time." No offense, Tony Gonzalez. Damn. Uh, um, I mean, it's just hard, dude. Gronk, Gronk at his peak. Like, you, I'm sorry, I'm taking. Well, Gronk. I mean, I'm. I, I I probably will over anybody else except for the one guy who you're not allowed to say because <laughs> him at his peak was also going to be incredible. Gronk's former teammate. Um, I think that those he two was together, good. Those two together. I don't in, think he was. Madden, he hadn't. He didn't have the right. chance yet. He was young. Well, he but he didn't. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> the playing same behind Gronk. Gronk. No, that I, was what was perfect. Is they were different, and there you could just oh, you could run them in trips. Dude, you're right. As a oh. as a duo, they were lethal as shit. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, Robert Gronkowski is That's one of the greatest be... athletes I've ever seen play any sport. So. I got. He's, I got. He's fun, man. Up. A lot of fun. All um, right. What's next? Next, uh, in in the NBA world, uh, one time a team had such a bad clusterfuck of situations that the NBA had to actually take over ownership. It famously forced uh, a, a Chris Paul trade to be redacted from the Lakers. All the good stuff. Basketball. Reasons. So my question to you, my basketball reasons. My question to you is, will the NFL? Step in and take over the Bears from the Hallises. They won't. They absolutely <laughs> won't. Um, should they? Maybe. Uh, but they clearly, clearly the other owners aren't going to go for that. So, <laughs> yeah, obviously this isn't anywhere near the same uh, league and not the same situation. The no the former no they're, New Orleans uh, owner is not as important to the history Soldier, of the NBA as the Hallises either. And Soldier Field <laughs> isn't just empty every week. Um, exactly. Yes. Big and part that's, of it. Yeah, that's, that is a funny premise. And uh, yeah, the Bears are absolutely just a joke right now. And it's well, they got shit getting for... stolen out of their like equipment's being stolen. It's not just on the football field, bro. What's happening? And then and then there's indictments, the mystery, maybe the mystery in the back of the room of whatever happened to Alan Williams or his family or who knows. Uh, and the ghost of Sam they... Hurd always lingering. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's the Bears, man. That's they're covering up my woes, so I'll take it. I agree. It's sad as someone who had a lot of stock in the Bears in the start of the season, based off of literally just wanting to root for a guy. Uh, that has, that decision has turned out poorly for me. Hmm. Um, it happens. Um, oh, you know, I did hear of... something interesting actually okay. on the Bears. Uh, so Mike Tice, former Vikings head coach, also used to be the Bears OC back when they had Cutler. Right. Um, and apparently his son was on that Pablo tour, he finds out. Uh, mm. And his son was saying that Mike Tice was locked and loaded to draft Russell Wilson in the fourth round before the Seahawks snagged him in the third. And just who knows? 
who knows, Russell, in Chicago, what happens there? Does he just end up looking like Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, but Wilson's one of those guys that fell so far that everybody could make up that story for sure. Um, but it would have been I, funny. I, what I know about the Tice is I believe it. Uh, that's not, I don't know. Tice wasn't a very effective head coach, but I would trust. I, I seem, yeah, I, I don't have any reason to think he would, he would be making stuff up like that. Um, I think the thinking was he's like in the fourth round. This is the steal. I would, yeah. but I would never take him above above that. Probably, is which is really cr- still kind of crazy. Like I shit on Russell a lot, but like even you back then, know. I feel and like a third rounder was fair. Yeah, absolutely. You had no, there was no reason to actually think he was going to be as good as he was for the couple years he was. No, no, no. But you at least you like saw enough though. where you're like, hey, this guy, this guy deserves a shot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're right, though. The Bears, that, that's unfortunate history for the Bears. I just read your next line. <laughs> Look, I just want oh, it to be no. stated for the record. Um, Did you see something bad? Oh, Adelise Garcia just can't play outfield. It's fine. That's not awesome. <laughs> but it's we'll okay. figure he that out as out we go. Next, well, actually, he will be out there next year. Never mind. Go ahead. Um, I need to make a public announcement that I have video proof that Dak Prescott was present at the January 6th insurrection. And I am electing not to publish this material um, just yet. Um, I am going to stand off, but I just want that to be publicly known. Uh, Dak, the media isn't out to get you. I am. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. So coming back down, um, yes, in my heart, do I feel today that Dak Prescott is a terrorist? Yes. In reality, did he cause all of the problems Sunday? No. So I just want that to be stated. That's mostly my opinion. He just didn't have to do the turd fucking sandwich at the end of the game. That was what really pissed me off. I was just like, fuck you, man. That was that was a fuck. Um, that and then, yeah, we could obviously we could get very into the details of missed opportunities and. Well, yes, the game was full of fuck-ups, but it feels unfair to content- to just put it on him because there was so many fuck-ups that everyone deserves. No, I mean, obviously, share. you lose you lose your center two day, a night, a day, two days before the game. Never going to go well, pretty much, yeah. in the history of the and NFL. They, <laughs> they kind of knew before, and, but it was really the other stuff, too. The defensive then effort the, was bad. That's that's a huge... I mean, the whole thing, like, the offsides calls were just carry this whole team. The fuck was the offsides calls were wild yeah. too because there were some that they got called on that they weren't even offsides. There were some that they weren't called that they were offsides. It was a complete madhouse. Like what the fuck is going I'm, on? I can't even be mad. I'm trying to remember. If, I'm trying to remember if this was from Micah's podcast or just a post game interview where someone said they're like, "Well, you know, you're, you're always going against you know the the other team and the refs when you're away." And it's like I don't know if you looked at those stands, but uh. Probably about 60-70% Cowboys fans there. You weren't at an away game. <laughs> yeah, dude. And honestly, Micah, I'm you know, good. Luck I don't know with if that podcast, was I can't remember. But... I, I don't I don't know if that was him. I just know it was well, a cowboy. And I Micah... know I heard audio today that some was his, some was other players. I don't remember who said that. The first I've heard of Micah getting himself and uh, looking stupid from his podcast, at least that I can remember, it just happened because he said he was the gonna Taylor light Smith up thing? Josh Dobbs. No, he oh, said he was gonna okay. light up Josh Dobbs. Uh regularly and then josh dobbs put him on tiktok making fun of him with that clip he 
And he actually, he did this week say, like, look, we clearly didn't take them as seriously as we were supposed to. That's on us, which you don't want to hear that your professional athletes aren't taking them seriously. But it is nice for them to at least be like, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> like, true. And, and not just make too many excuses. About regular voice of reason, uh, David Hellman tweeted out that uh, that was sort of a, this is sort of a, a common thing in the McCarthy era is that this team just sort of has like one game per season where you're just like, what the fuck was this? So it's not necessarily a cause for um, concern, but you are sort of like, what the fuck is this? I think stats wise, your cause for concern. If you're looking at just straight box scores or stats of games so far this year is obviously you need Dak to develop some kind of relationship with anybody in the red zone since he lost the two guys that he had. Uh, with Schultz and Elliott, who I think have the most red zone touchdowns over the last two or three years. It's okay, Cowboys, Schul- like that. Uh, Schultz had a terrible day for the Texans, unfortunately. Yeah. But yes, and yeah, Zeke I mean, does feel it's, a it's, it's it's young, and they'll figure it. I th- I'm sure they'll figure it out to some degree. I don't think they're going to be like one of eight or whatever they've been recently in the red zone all year. Um, well, it's and also, I mean, and one thing that I've been thinking about a lot today is you got to get more yards in the air from your passes. There's a lot of screens, dunk, dinks and dunks. So Look, it's been eight years, dude. It's easier. I've been saying the same I thing. Also, I, also say it's I easier love the guy, analyze, but it's the reality. It's easier for me to analyze the Cowboys because of how good the team is. Not saying like they're one of the, not saying, you know, top team. I just mean, they're good enough for me to look at it and say, okay, this can be fixed. This can be fixed. Whereas I'm watching the bears and the Vikings and I'm like, I, no man, this is all No, but that to me, to me, that gets on a great point though. Is like, what what is still stopping this team from from grabbing? What did what was their stupid ass thing? Carpe, whatever. Carpe like, everything. I can't remember what the yeah. actual word is. So like like what is what is actually stopping it? And that's what's the frustrating part because I think a lot of it is stuff that isn't necessarily just personnel. Like yeah, the lineman stuff was frustrating. It didn't help, but that game certainly felt manageable. The fact that the defense looked so sluggish and just looked like they didn't know how to stop a run. The the linebacking core is, is just embarrassing when it comes to trying to stop the run. So it's just one of those things where I get it. This is a talented group. I'm really excited about it. Bad losses happen. At the same time, it's like the one I'm talking about with the Rangers, right? It's like I see these positives. I see change but what do i also see a potential for this team to go whatever fuck it 13 and 3 have a great year whatever never went this is the only loss they'll have say it whatever go as crazy as you want to go and then still i end up in the same position in january you know what i mean that's what pisses me off about these little things is it's hard for me not to obsess because it feels like the things that they actually need to do are still not done you're almost it's almost like you're you're punishing yourself as a fan because you don't have you don't ever have enough bad years to appreciate the consistent mediocre to good years that you're having. Like the bad years are kind of fun and, too. You don't, They're a little wily. Well, and because uh, well, because your bad years, at least since like <laughs> Parcells took over, your bad years have injuries. just been when a quarterback quarterback goes down. Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't had you haven't had. A three and fourteen with your starting quarterback that you just had to fucking 
deal with. Just some perspective. I don't expect there to be a lot of emotional uh, rationality. And it's Carpe Omnis. Omnis. Yeah, well, like I said, I'm I'm fine with that. But I guess for me, is it's and you're talking about it, is that was the stage of the Cowboys they were in. It took them a while to unbury themselves to get to where we're at now. But there is still this like stunted growth it feels like and is it like is it fair to put it on the quarterback is it fair to keep talking about jerry i don't know because it all feels fair at this point because nothing's really changed especially in this version where i love him to death but dakota just like like how do you have this crazy run in that game where they desperately needed it to stay in the game he you know he, i think he broke out of it it wasn't a design play he broke out of the sack or the protection failed he bumble fucks his way up the field gets a first down big time play for dak and then in that next red zone i think the drive that he throws the pick he just gives the ball to pollard to run into a bunch of dudes when he has just like one guy to beat you know what i mean i'm like who is this dak like who are you bro it is frustrating because especially I see guys like, like Hertz and I know Hertz is just the fresh kid on the block, but I see Hertz get knocked the fuck out and still deliver balls. You know what I mean? I see him do the grimy shit and I'm just like, Dak, you don't do the grimy shit. Quit acting like you do. You know, that's where it's a start. <laughs> and he's, I mean, he's also getting, I mean, he's pushing 30 now, right? So like at some point you do have to start making smarter business decisions with your body to be able to play longer. But anyways, the what I would what I would say there is there is the one constant over the long enough period of time, and it's maybe not fair to blame that one constant. But at some point, obviously, the culture needs changing, and there's only one constant in the culture, and you can't. Especially when you realize that the football and, culture or the the talent culture has changed. Like the Will McClay part, Stephen Jones, yes, they've done their job. Yeah, and development They're, seems better. Yeah the issue is now still taking it to that next level. And maybe it is tough. Maybe it is harder to be a player for the Cowboys. Maybe Dak's right to some extent. At the end of the day, it's not changing. So get over it. Like, it just is what it is. But I'm well, not his, giving up on anything. Cowboys quarterback position is interesting because he came in as like a, well, he's just going to be playing for a bit and then Dirk, then Tony's going to come back. So it wasn't. It wasn't you're the Cowboys quarterback so now. Well. You have to do this. <laughs> yeah, he just he just won his way into everyone thinking, all right, this guy is it. Mm, that's true, and and I think that's part of it where we all got a little ahead of ourselves on Dak because I felt like I had a different version. I was really high yeah. on Dak as a it, prospect when we drafted him. I was so excited. He yeah, I think he still has the record for most consecutive passes to start a career without interception. I believe. Yeah, yeah, that whole first year was which you you wouldn't know by watching last year, but um, all but I yeah. say. There's Cowboys, I think, unless you have more. I'm done. I, I don't want to keep going because it's a lot of it's like, we'll see. I mean, could I do a, could this go both ways? Game. Absolutely. It's it was, so early it is season. one game, but there is enough there to where it's enough to piss you with. And like I said, I'm only mad at Dak because he specifically put laid, he put the shit turd uh, cherry on top of the Sunday. Um, and he's the lightning run and you're going to be his quarterback. True. You're right. Unless you throw five touchdowns and then the defense blows it, then 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 you're okay. <laughs> this is why um Dakota Prescott gets paid all the money and all the advertising refs, revenue so that I can be mean to him. All um, the yogurt money. Yeah. Uh and Lowe's. He's on the Lowe's commercial now too. Okay. Um oh, yeah. so my next point to move on to your team. 
would Kirk Cousins get his jersey retired if he landed you guys Caleb Williams? In every bar in Minneapolis, yes. <laughs> All right, that's pretty much it, but you can take this Viking stuff anywhere else you want to go with. I just... I mean, I, I'll say I'll say pretty much what I've said since we started covering what this team was going to look like was we'll see because we have no idea. It's still it's year two of head coach, year one of a new defense coordinator who's having to strip everything down and start over. Uh, unfortunately, they don't even seem to necessarily be the problem, but interceptions, fumbles, incredible uh, amount of third fumbles. down conversions. Like, we should mention incredible amount I, of fumbles. I don't remember if Caesar harped on this as much as I would have what the Chargers did and why Kirk Cousins saved Brandon Staley's job, uh, at least for one more week. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the situation, but with I'm aware Kellen Moore might be a head coach soon. With a minute 49 to go, the Chargers are up by four. The Vikings have zero timeouts, and the Chargers are facing a fourth down on their own 24, 27, somewhere in their yard line. And they opt, well, first off, they line up, and I'm like, they're not snapping this ball. They're just trying to get the Vikings to jump, get the free first down, game over. Uh, they snap the ball. They don't convert the fourth down. So all of a sudden, the Vikings have a minute 49 to get in the end zone. No, I didn't know that's how that set up. The, I saw the final. That I got cut to that game to see the Kirk Cousins finale. No, the Chargers made the absolute worst coaching decision you could have made there. And then two plays later, Kirk Cousins throws it into the hands of a Chargers defender. At, well, I think it bounced between three of them before one of them finally yeah. ended up with yeah, it. Yeah, I think it was a deflection uh, interception. It was, and that's, yeah. It was rough. Uh, this is Kirk's last year. They're not going to get the first pick. And it's just... <laughs> it's a weird spot to be in. But who knows? I think... Because I, I do think that if the Bears had the first pick, Caleb Williams would just say no. Um, but then I don't think he's doing trade that. Trade with the you got you traded for Hawkinson within the division. You trade him back. So you, uh, <laughs> no, you trade you trade with the, in the division with the Bears, right? They're stupid. They need it. Trade them cards. So yeah, the, the obvious the the internet fan unrealistic guy is just saying trade Kirk to the Jets and move on. Um, but I mean, it's possible they're zero three, zero three. I, I just want I, I want them to win every game I watch. But I wouldn't be upset if they went zero eighteen either, zero seventeen either. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean that if all of a sudden if they go on the ninety seven Spurs run or whatever, where all of a sudden they're just crappy for a year, you go ahead and grab one of the greatest players of all time and then just re rack it. I'll take that. <laughs> That's exactly what I, my point is to kind of where I, I give so much shit to my quarterback is because it sucks. It's like, think about what really changes these franchises now. Like Kansas City was just stuck in, you know, they were doing a good job. They were building something solid again uh, with Andy Reid, especially already. Like that probably still goes in a good direction, but you get Mahomes and it's just like, you know, Buffalo, you get Allen and it's just like, this, it is, makes this it, is different. It makes it well. We'll see. To some uh, extent with him. If he just stops being Brett yeah. Favre and starts being more <laughs> of what he should be, he'd be all right. Let's go back to our earlier point. What those what those teams also did was before they had the quarterback, they got a line. And the Vikings yeah. don't have a line. Uh, the Cowboys have a really top-heavy line. And you just got to hope 
that everyone's healthy and that when they are. Uh, yeah, I really still don't even think the backups awesome did that team. bad of a job. I thought it was everyone else execution wise that I didn't love. I mean, they did, they didn't work perfect, it's, but yeah, I thought I mean, there wasn't a lot of great scheming. I, for them. I definitely, yeah, I was. I definitely have not watched enough of the film to to go back. I it's just, better than the yeah. time that we lo- we put out that Chaz Green dude who who was literally Chaz the worst Green, offensive yeah. lineman of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's way better than those like, years. Uh, like when they put in the emergency backup goalie at NHL games, the guy who's just sitting in the stands all day just in case they need an extra goalie <laughs> yes ex- fucking exactly um, but i don't want to spend any more time on the vikings they suck for now it's the nfl it's 17 weeks now you know think about oh and two oh and two giants win the super bowl who's to say with an extra week oh and three team can't flip it <laughs> yeah, let's see it um, my next I mean, point. the division's still oh. division's still up for grabs, but yeah, good. Well, we might. I don't know. We'll see. We're going to debate that. The I mean, Colts. We, we got two against them, so. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the um, the Colts pulled an Orvlowski and won the game. Does that not, make Gardner Minshew the new? It's not Jimmy G. It's not near as bad as the Orlovsky. It's a similar. It's the same. Call. Jimmy G did it too, and I'm pretty sure he did it in a win. I don't remember seeing that, but I yeah, Jimmy G's the only other person I, just, I know who's done it. I would just say yeah that this one isn't near as bad. The Orlovsky one, man, he literally gives and up. And it was the 0 and 16 team. Minshew, right? Minshew accidentally stepped on it, just trying to go back to throw the ball. Orlovsky mm. chose to go out of bounds because he saw Jared Allen was like, oh no, no, we're good. You should look up the uh, Garoppolo one too. That one, um, that one yeah, was pretty me... not as dumb. It was probably a middle ground. Actually, it's probably perfect middle ground. Um, it always reminds me though of that the twenty eleven Giants team that uh, won their second Super Bowl. Their mm. playoff started with Eli throwing an intentional grounding out of his own end zone. They were down two nothing to the Falcons. That's fair, dude. Honestly, the, and see, then, and then they went on and won the Super this Bowl. This is why I can't. This is why I really just don't think the Cowboys can win a Super Bowl sometimes. Because I just don't think they can get this kind of stupid look anymore at the right time. I feel like they're always Eli the Manning bad opened luck up, team in the right time. Eli Manning opened up Jerry World with a win and then signed the wall. <laughs> no, Eli's the most lucky career of all time. And that's why I don't mind that he's a Hall of Famer. Because, like, yeah, he's Terry, a Hall of, Fame, Hall of Fame luck. There's some arguments to be made about Terry Bradshaw, considering the guy that they just put him over for no reason that Caesar brought us that I forgot his name already. Several uh, months ago, Kenny Stabler. No, Kenny Stabler's probably. The same. I know that there's a lot of people who say that Kenny Stabler, Joe Namath has bad stats. Oh, if you're talking about that, yeah, I just mean yeah, that yeah. There was a black. There was a black quarterback. No, no, I know what you're talking about. They just yeah, yeah. picked Bradshaw over. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Kenny Stabler's son-in-law is the guy who you used to hear say, "You could use some baseball." The Rangers, Rangers voiceover guy, Dave Lane, um, who's about to have a kid, and they were already making jokes about if Nick Saban's been calling him to get <laughs> to get him signed as a fetus. All right, digress. Is Saban even... I don't remember what was next. Right. Um, will, will Saban still be there in 80, 18 years? I don't think so, but we'll see. <laughs> he is will he still be there in a couple Palpatine, years? So. Um... Deshaun Watson and Geno Smith are both weekly 
candidates to put up the dumbest play you've ever seen in pro football. Yet it doesn't affect their team just yet. Feels like Garoppolo's, something to keep in the back by the way, the real quick, the Garoppolo safety pick six. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, not Again, not an Orlovsky, but still pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, Minshew, Minshew could have the same Jimmy G career. I feel like he can do it. He can get another starting job uh, if the Colts thing keeps going well with Richardson. So I haven't seen... I haven't seen whatever the Geno Smith play you're talking about is, but I have seen the Deshaun Watson one. Geno Smith scored a touchdown on the dumbest play I've ever seen in my life, and he should have thrown an interception to lose in the game. And he and he threw one of the funniest touchdown passes I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't know. Uh, fuck, who are they? Lockett, maybe? I feel like maybe it was Tyler Lockett. Um yeah, so basically he just it's a clusterfuck. He's on the complete opposite side of the field. He just hoists that bitch and they're in the red zone. He just hoists that bitch to the far corner and Lockett gets it. I think Lockett. I'm pretty sure it was Lockett. Yeah, Geno Smith, you're a jackass for that. Deshaun Watson, you're just a jackass in general. But both of your uh, teams dude, he pulled a he pulled a full Aaron Brooks, dude. Bro. You don't ever want to pull an Aaron Brooks. Bro, the uh, this must yeah. not be it. Was it in overtime? I don't think it was over. I think it was, I think it was close to the end of the game. I think it might have been okay. What tied the game, maybe? I don't know. Okay. It, yeah, it's one of the touchdown passes he threw. It's, uh, it's fucking just. Unless it was a play that got called back that I, uh, that I didn't see, but the video's out there somewhere, and it's just a fucking clip in the red zone of Geno Smith running around like a chicken with his head cut off and then just yoinking a ball clear across the field and into coverage and just getting very lucky that his man got it and no one else. Um, I'll have to look this one up later. I can't find it yet. That's fair. Um, the next topic's a little funnier. The Dolphins elected not to go for 73 out of respect. Which is just a statement I wanted to say as much as anything. Broncos country, let's ride! So, but, yeah, go for it. You go for you. You go for no. seventy-three. There's no question. Yeah, I feel like it's crazy that we're even having this conversation. Did you see the the coaches? People I didn't want to the, humiliate the them. We also see the sources come out and like, oh, the, some of the anonymous coaching circles didn't like what happened. That they didn't kick it or that they scored 70 on them? That they scored 70. Fuck them. You're professional yeah, know, athletes. Dude, bro. In 2023, okay. you gave up more points than anyone's given up since before the war. For real. When they were using a real pig's bladder still. And you're... you're idiot of a coach decided to start this year by talking about how bad the previous coach was. Yeah. Broncos and poor Kevin James has to get dragged into this. Bringing it back to Adam Sandler. Now Kevin James <laughs> has to get roped into this and he's doing nothing wrong. He's just being funny. We've got a lot of good Kevin James memes though. Although he, he did also promote some stuff that movie. was problematic. No, no. I know what you're talking about. Oh. No, he promoted a movie that's not problematic. It's just a mo It was a movie that was definitely very political. The, the Sound of oh, Freedom okay. or something that just came out recently. 
I heard a lot of talk about that, but everything that I saw was like, this is one of those things where everyone wants me to talk about this, so I'm not going to learn a thing about it. <laughs> um, yes, and it's I don't completely like, I don't pointless. Like my culture war. I don't yes. like my culture war that much. It, it's, it's definitely one of those you can just miss. Straight up. It's an interesting story to some extent, but it's pretty much the same old sample. Um, yeah, Dolphins, that's crazy. Uh, Mike McDaniels, shout out to the funniest offense in the world. Um, I truly love I know it. That, I know that a bunch of people were immediately on Madden Online playing as the Dolphins just to see what that looks like. Cause did you see you the formation? Did you see the formation where they hide Tyreek behind the tackle? Was that the shovel pass? No. I don't I don't remember if that was it or not. No, I but they were honestly, having, they were hiding. I'm trying to remember it, what I was doing Sunday because I wasn't watching football all day. It was fun. I, oh, I only saw this on my, Twitter. I just remember looking at my phone and just seeing the final score of that game, and I was like, I, I haven't watched highlights outside. I think I saw the shovel pass. Like, I don't even, I don't even know what to do. My brain doesn't know what to do with that. I've seen college teams come close to that, but that should never happen in the NFL. It just shouldn't happen. That's fair. They should be relegated <laughs> immediately. Well, on whatever probation, take them and the Bears, just end their season. Everyone gets a free win for that game, anyways. It's all good. <laughs> well, good luck, good news for you, buddy. Do I have a treat for you coming up? Um, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, no, I feel you. Dolphins, good on you. Tyreek Hill, MVP, keep rolling. Um, go for 73. Hopefully, you get another chance. The next bullet point. Am I a Lions fan now? The answer is no. But it's still really fun to see them win. And I'm really excited because I feel a kindred spirit to the Lions where it's like anytime the Lions and the Cowboys lose, every, everyone sort of gets a little excited. You know, they're like every typical. single Lion fan would hate that you would ever try to compare your experience to theirs. I That's fair. But they need to also be real and understand that the Cowboys, if you take away from a certain period of time, have been very close to the Lions, unfortunately. It's not been as bad, but it's not been as good either. And I'm in the have publicity is a, what I'm talking about. Have you ever had a generational talent retire eight, <laughs> eight years into his career because he just can't do it anymore? And then have you ever had it happen twice? <laughs> Look, I get it. I get it. I get it. Fuck I, this. <laughs> I respect it. I'm not saying the Lions is, it's not a worse fate. I'm saying that I feel a kindred spirit of, with them. It's one of, if not the worst. I feel like, because they are still historical, they still get the, the Thursday slot that everyone tries to steal from them from Thanksgiving. All the disrespect, the Lions they're the jokes. They're the first team to do it. They're the, exactly, and they're the they're the team who's the butt of the jokes. It's not like it's always usually the Browns, the Jags. We don't give as much shit to you know all these other teams. The Cardinals maybe deserve it. They're irrelevant. I won't do it now. The Lions, the Lions aren't irrelevant as a franchise. That's true. As a team, yeah. they are, but as a franchise, no. So that's where it hurts. That's where I I respect it. I'm like, it's nice to see the team that everyone expects to get you know to do something stupid, do it the right way, and get to enjoy something. That's the perspective I'm trying to share. Otherwise, you're right. It's a much nicer life um, dealing with competent teams gonna, and an owner that spends money and shit, even if he's an asshole. I'm going to present you with a, a biased opinion on them every single time, so I can't. Yeah, no, it's fair. Division separate. rival, trust me, they're, my final bullet point was always going to be that bullet point, and it was never going to change. <laughs> and there's, that's, just, that's just how I live. 
Um, moving on from and one division, part, rival, I agree. Um, one moving on from the mo- uh, to the next division rival. Um, I'm afraid to let you know that Jordan Love might be real hip hop. I'm gonna cool the Jets, but it, it's not looking good. <laughs> that was a nice. That was a nice Lambo debut. That was ar- arguably as nice because it wasn't nice, and then he made it nice. And also, don't forget that there was at least one week where I was like, Matt Flynn's gonna just all of a sudden do this to me again, and then they got rid of him, and he didn't do anything. So I'm just kind of hoping That's for funny. a Matt Flynn situation. You were worried about the Matt Flynn era, huh? I remember that being a debate. Yeah, he I broke that. He broke the record. I get <laughs> he broke it, a but Favre like and Rogers record. I feel you, like, and that's always going to be funny on the Green uh, Bay stat sheet. Uh, but yes, that's that was just his expert the, offensive mind head coach at the time. That's that's the yeah, that's the panic <laughs> and fear that two Hall of Fame motherfuckers will put in you. Um, but yes, Matt uh, Matt Flynn, great great callback. Jay um, Love, yeah, Jordan Love. Big fan of him. Uh, the Packers were down a lot of people. He stayed in there, rallied them. A very emotional game. Granted, the, the, there's a lot of Saints that the Saints lost this game as much as the, the Packers won it. Um, yeah, well, it's a win in the NFL, man. And right. That's, you can't, and it was a badass way to introduce yourself that. to Lambo. Right. That's tough shoes to follow, and that's a great way to go. Probably would have been more badass to start the game the way he played the fourth quarter. Uh, but that's fine. You also have to remember the no ending. running back, right? No uh, missing Bakhtiari, right? I think, and then the defense—they wow. also had most of their guys missing, like Jair Alexander and shit. Jair Alexander and shit. So, um, Jair Alexander. Yeah, one. kind of smashed that one together the first time. But anyway, I don't know if he's actually real hip hop. I just I had to give respect, even though I don't. I don't particularly love I don't that like franchise what I'm seeing. Either. I'll say that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. This is about the same. Just the odds. The odds are he won't, even if he's like Dak, he probably won't get back further. He you better become Rogers. You better hope he's more Dak than anything else, because that that boy could yeah, be I mean, special. I would rather him be. I'd rather him be worse. But <laughs> that's fair. I don't know. Giving your opponent, giving your best opponent mediocrity, is kind of the best gift you can give too. Um, I- I mean, it's, uh, there's all kinds of debates about what you can do with that position if the rest of the team is right, but yeah. It's true. It's fair. But yeah. But like we said with Mahomes, the, the Chiefs did a great job building the line, but getting Mahomes made all that so much easier. <laughs> true. All right. Moving on to the second Texas team. Um, I uh, am already there recanting. Yes, I am already recanting my uh, positive vibes. Uh, for the Houston Texans franchise, I want nothing but misery for you because my team lost and your quarterback looks better than mine already in, in a very short amount of time. And that's very frustrating for a number of reasons. Um, still early. Still very early, but it's just very frustrating to see someone just come in and do some stuff. And you're just like, eight years, man. <laughs> eight years. At the same time. Um, and again, it's an interesting because... Yeah. He he also will have the opportunity to regress like Dak did because Dak started off very promising. It just didn't progress. Right. I'm not talking stats here. I'm talking throws. I'm talking just there's just some stuff popping. Like Chance, uh, chances taken. Uh, either way. Staying on Dak one more time. Why do I trust Brock Purdy's dumbass more than Dak Prescott? Help me understand. Uh, this. Because... 
because you should. <laughs> All right, so it's not just. Because I mean, so of far, paranoia. so far, there's absolutely no reason to really doubt him. I, I, he can't play hurt very well, but who can? I mean, that's. But he's where, not even that good, dude. He had an awful offensive drive, Is and he? they still scored. I, I, dude, no, it's crazy, bro. He actually like enough. looks awful, uh, and then they win, and they do good. It's, and it's better it's, than watching what Tebow was doing. It's even more incredible. Yeah, the Tebow thing was such a flash in the pan and very annoying. One. And the Brock, defense obviously was that team. Brock Purdy might be the second coming of Eli Manning in like a dumber. And version. again, and again, the defense that they have. What's he got to do? He can Trent Dilfer his way. He could Joe Flacco his way to it. He could Eli Manning his way to it. And I think he's as good, if not better, than those guys were. So, well, I go Eli before. Eli's still a really talented guy. I give Eli a lot of shit. He's still a hell of a talent. That dude could sling the pill. Man, he just was kind of could, a fuckboy. And not consistently a peak quarterback in any way. Yeah, he just he just had there's a lot a more. Lot of, what do you call them? Ducks when the ball is yeah. like. A lot of Favs. <laughs> a lot of Favs decisions are like, I don't know if you even call them Favs decisions. Without the power. They felt more like brain fart. Yeah, it felt more like brain farts than just fuck it, I'm going to throw it. He just, he wasn't, yeah, he was okay. But I still think he had a lot of talent. Like he he deserved to be number one pick and stuff like that. Um, he's a Manning. He is a Manning. Um anyway, that's my I'm really really holding on to that legacy of one more generation. Let's go. And uh speaking of potentially mediocre quarterbacks that probably won't be around too long, uh Sam Howell uh has been looking very interesting for the Washington commies. Um not successful all all around, although they're two and one, right? Yeah, not too bad. Um, he is a fun shit show to watch. I just think that you should give him time of day when you can. He is like this. This is a guy who loves full contact hits. Big fan of that. Not going to keep a long career doing that. But seeing the quarterback challenge a secondary guy to a to a one on one in the open field, I got to respect that every time. He's got fuckboy throws coming out the wazoo, and he's got a cannon. It's kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Sam Howell is on the watchability scale. I hope Sam Howell has a long career, at least as a backup, so that he keeps coming back into my life randomly. That's yeah. That's I kind of feel like that's that's the projection here. Um, I'm, but you know, I'm you got you have to take. You don't know till you try, and they they try, and they at least got someone who they could hopefully use to raise the next guy. And he's a good prospect, so it's not like he can't turn a corner. It just seems like this guy plays football on fucking reckless mode at all times and i respect it but like we already know that story and then yeah and i'm also <laughs> judging him based on playing with the franchise that he's playing with so that's not never gonna go in his favor exactly from a happy mike mcdaniels to a sad josh mcdaniels wait did oh, i get that right mike Is it, McDaniel. no it's what's mike's Mike McDaniel and Mike, no yeah, and, and then, yes, and then okay. Josh McDaniels with an S. But at least there's two, and I wasn't wrong about the fact that they're basically the same, except for not. <laughs> um, Joshy boy said he didn't know the score of the game and kicked a field goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's tough. So I didn't even, I don't even know if you need to go any further on that. It's just, it's tough. Uh... And it's, you know, obviously you're like, okay, he should know. But then obviously everyone else should also know. Yeah. Is no there's, one. There's a lot that. Saying anything. I don't know. 
talking about the Bears, we should be looking at the Raiders. Only other Raider point I want to make. They, um, as it's basically been the huge since they moved to Vegas, got completely pummeled by Steeler fans. Leading to someone to release a report to a journalist or a journalist to write a story, whatever, that there's growing animosity slash concern, basically calling the Raider, actually literally calling the Raider stadium a brothel that opposing fans come in, they have fun, spend their money and leave. Oh, that's not literally a brothel at all. No, but you know what I mean? (laughs) It was, was like, a funny wait, way to they, do it. What are they doing at their games? <laughs> it was a funny way to do it. No, it's not Washington Commanders stuff. I'm sorry. I don't. I got it now. I uh, okay. I was so enthralled with the idea that someone's like, guys, this has been going on since this opened, and no one said anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's basically what happened with the Reds. With this, basically, why Dan Snyder's gone. <laughs> I'm trying to work on saying the name I came up with for them, which is the. Washington football commander skins team and it's tough I'm, I'm trying to practice it football commander skins team football commander skins team but yeah. I just hope they rebrand again to the pigs and just actually just embrace yeah, gonna, the fact that they're pigs hogs would be good they have a lot of good options and I hope that they actually choose one biggies no they're gotta be commies forever um, but yeah so that's pretty much it um, I can relate to fans selling out your home arena it's not nice but I'm glad it doesn't happen every week and that seems to be the situation in Vegas um, yeah Joey Burrows did not die and helped the Bengals win and gets me one step closer to a potential Aaron Donald trade they wore those cool white tiger uniforms they did <laughs> and the only final note of this week Fuck the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. But in honor. Oh, yeah. Keep it going. Oh, no. Keep going. Keep, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Was, you're, you're too kind. You're too kind. All right. Yeah. In, in his honor, we'll do a quick version of Watch It, Skip It thing in because we basically would agree i think um sees uh on the watch it if you watch it watch. skip it, skip it. <laughs> there you go um i uh had two games here i did put browns ravens as first just because this deshaun watson thing is kind of like one of those things i can't look at i can't not look at um, yeah train wreck so that's just oh, where i'm at with that but in a good way <laughs> like but they're a good team so it's like more like a car wreck. Yeah, you're like you're like I'm basically like is Cleveland finally good, but their quarterback's an idiot and he's gonna ruin it. That's where I feel like they're headed, and so I'm kind of in on that. Defense is defense is fun. Exactly, um, but I do think that ultimately this is a Bills Ravens or Bills Fins uh, pick. Yeah, and I think I, I do worry about that being like a letdown game. For we all are high like. <laughs> We are. I mean, obviously, they're not gonna they're not gonna score seventy again. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they do. They, I mean, obviously, health health matters, and I repeat the mantra a lot that it's early. Uh, but you know, if things continue to go the way they're going, Tua's your MVP this year. So you're interested to see if that continues. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, I, I again, Tyree Hill for MVP, but Tua has been 
really awesome. I can't can't hate that. And gotta love the coach. Unfortunately, the Tyreek Hill can only catch when the ball comes to him. That's okay, but that's why other people too. I don't care. I'm using the Steph Curry argument that he creates a, a space and he creates a. a I mean, the flow. there is that is <laughs> that is true. Oh, you know what? I wanted to bring this up, and I don't know where it's gonna fit in, so I'm gonna bring it up right now. I Do heard it. Greg McElroy, uh former Alabama quarterback. Oh, I know it. I know the bitch. That's what you're talking from the about. South Lake. <laughs> and he was when they were talking kind of through like the the prime kind of e- like public ego type stuff and like people saying they're the best type thing and he just got about it over it's like he's like 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 richard sherman he always says he's the best cornerback but he never played in man once so i don't know how we could say that i was like oh damn that's a good point <laughs> oh shit yeah he did have like a really any specific side and shit too didn't he the, the seahawks played a lot a lot of cover zones and stuff if i remember correctly but any exits know this person Feel free to point out my mistake there. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Man. I think that's the way it goes, though. But I just thought that was funny, and I didn't know where else to fit that in. But I just thought about it. That's a good burn. That's a good burn, especially since that Skip's new co-host. I think it's deserved. One of them. one of one of the many rotations. <laughs> so Caesar, we agreed with someday. you on the watch it. Caesar, we did not. I do not agree with you on the skip it. He picked the Broncos Bears. I think that's an appalling thing to skip. Appalling. I think that's, come on, is that not one of the most beautiful train wrecks we'll ever get? Is fate ever going so, to intervene into a world and give us this game at the exact time in which we've been given this game? <laughs> this is fate. And you're going to turn that off? No. You run, in, you run into a lot of this, with, and I like this segment, I like us talking about these games, but you run into a lot of kind of overlapping Venn diagrams with some of these definitions. <laughs> Yeah, I know for real. But I'm gonna skip Broncos Bears because I do not enjoy watching fundamentally bad football on both sides. And I, do. it's it's one thing to watch good teams like do crazy stuff, even if it's bad. It's another thing to just be like, I don't understand. I don't understand how this is a billion dollar organization. <laughs> exactly. God damn it! Every yes, especially mine. Ugh. Anyway. I personally pick skip cards 49ers because I there's no fucking way I want to watch the 49ers do what my team should have done the week after they should have done it. Not going to do, do it. And Maybe also that's a, don't think you would really enjoy watching the 49ers doing what your team did because you would just be like, well, that's not really who they are. That's <laughs> true, too. Yeah, even if, no, honestly, if the Cardinals win, then I'm like, ah, yes, narrative, <laughs> narrative yeah. win. Um I also put Falcons Jaguars as a potential here um, for the skip it. I, it does I, seem like one of the more relevant games in the schedule this year. It is. I say that, and, then, just, and then it's going to end up being a Super Bowl preview. I think the Jags will bounce back. I think the Falcons are a decent team, and they're hard to beat, but they're kind of stunted. They'll probably be like a just below or just above 500 team, depending on how good the other yeah, teams in the divisions are. They're starting the build. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then my train wreck, uh, Caesar took the Chargers and the Raiders, which is fair to be. That's not a bad train wreck pick. To be fair, but I, to me, I just I think Broncos Bears is the greatest train wreck of all time. I think it's watch it and train wreck. It's definitely combined. definitely has the potential to be. I I think you could swap out. Well, no. Honestly, I think there's going to be some Viking Bears games this year that have the potential to be kind of similar. Depending on <laughs> not that down on the Vikings, the, but yeah, depending like on what the fourth quarter looks like in those games. 
we yeah. we've got a knack for for the train wreck. Um, so yeah, I would say maybe it's not that the whole game's a train wreck; it's just that the ending's a train wreck. <laughs> I think the two common things that Caesar and I have is that hot seat head coaches are big time parts of these two games. Like Sean yeah. Payton might have his Denver era over before it ever begins, which is kind of crazy, I right? I wonder. I wonder about that. If this is bad, and if they if lose to the they Bears, would be more willing to just nuke it and let him start it over, and pick him over Russell or whatever. Or if they would actually nuke the whole thing. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that uh, is he, is Elway still making decisions out there. I think he actually relinquished some of those duties, but yes, I think he's still yeah. a part of it. Um, I don't know what I don't know what happened ever since they won the Super Bowl, but I mean, think about how they put that Super Bowl team together. They didn't do anything too crazy. Like they they hit on they some, built, they some built free agencies, got yeah. good draft picks. You know, they did the norm. They got they got the they quarterback the at the right Ware. time. They built the team, and then the defense was so good that the quarterback thing just worked itself out. Kind of a miracle. They're the quarterback who couldn't throw the ball more than two <laughs> feet in front of him. Somehow. I don't care. My favorite Super Bowl of all time. Peyton Manning's the GOAT for going out like that in my book. I don't care. Um, uh, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if Kellen Moore maybe gets the head coaching job if the Raiders beat the Chargers, because that could certainly be uh, a future there. Like I said, I Staley probably should have been fired after last week. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk saved his ass. So... so we're looking at it a rough, rough week for some head coaches to start the season, even though it is early and it's a long season. We'll finish up uh, unless you have any other things. You agree with those? I don't think you. Yeah. Um, no, I'm trying to remember if there's anything that stuck out, but yeah, I'm I'm going to be skipping Falcons versus Jags absolutely. Um, and for the people, I'm at interested home, to see. I'm interested to see what happens in Broncos Bears, but I'm not going to watch three hours of that. Well, yeah, I don't have League Pass, so when I say this, I'm <laughs> metaphorically watching these games. I'm really just stuck with whatever I'm given. And then you're always going to watch the Cowboys and usually... You also, you also have the internet. I have the internet, but then that that's just more effort. And it's, it's like, do yeah. I care? I'm like, maybe if I... And then if I do, I'm just going to go to Red Zone, you know? So... Um, Red Zone is absolutely crack. I can understand for some people why that's... Oh, it's yeah. not even like... I don't even feel like I'm watching football anymore. It's weird. It's it's definitely re- better focus for the fantasy type fans too, um, yeah. but yes, um, that's the that's that segment. The last segment we usually do is the hype up sig- uh, for the week. Um, I didn't include your team in this, um, and, or I didn't include your team in the train wreck or skip it. What are you looking at? The fact that your Sorry. PPE loans is that who I am? I don't even. I don't think I even understand, the purple, <laughs> I don't understand the what all these are. Purple people eaters, but it's also PPE. Oh, okay. So, because yeah. y'all are bad, and okay. I just decided PPE was funnier this time. That's so fine. I just, I guess, I've then, never thought to see it abbreviated. And then the Panthers are screwed, so they're they're the pussy cats right now. If I was a Panthers fan, yeah. I would refer to my team as a pussy cat until they were good again. Because that's how I treat my teams. Of Panthers. Like Dominate this year, like charge. this week. I am not a Cowboys fan. I'm a fuckboys fan. When they when they act like that, they're the fuckboys. They're not the Cowboys. All right. So um, we have the commies and the infinitely hilarious Sam Howell heading into Filthy to give them some extra confidence that they'll eventually blow later down the road. Do you think that game goes any other way but Phillies? 
Um, only in that it's the NFL, so maybe. Uh, but and Washington sort of has had like their number a little bit, but it's it's not. I don't think that I would just say eight times out of ten with these rosters, Philly's winning this game. Yeah, and I'm glad. I want Philly to keep trucking, blow the load early, baby, because my narrative is good. I just have to create my narratives as I go. So this is my new one. Philly, let's blow the load early. Oh, let's go 17 and 0, baby. Let's go. Um, the Purple People Eaters and the Pussycats will also play. Um, you could have argued that those belonged in another one of our um, skip it whatevers, but I omitted that since we were going to talk about it anyway. Um, I am assuming that this is the first Minnesota win of the season because the Panthers have looked pretty much hapless. Even though they're not the worst team in the world, they look like they can't do any of the basic parts of football well consistently. So that's a good thing for the Vikings, because the Vikings can at least do some of the parts of football consistently. And if they I mean, stop really, fumbling... Yeah, it's and that's... <laughs> who knows? And that's why it's going to be really frustrating at like... 11 and 6 missing the playoffs and you're like okay well this team might have won a Super Bowl if they didn't just fumble the first three weeks but I'm pumping the brakes on that kind of talk but you know what I mean well the early, starts miss, with this the early week, missed right? opportunities are are frustrating yeah because there's another situation right if if the Vikings did lose this game obviously now you're looking at your head coach and you're like hey bro what the fuck like you're like, I don't think, I don't what think the he's fuck? on the hot. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a tough one, he's... though. No one's expecting. I think the organization. No, 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 no. But I think the organization's at least willing to to give him through to next year to see what that looks like. But we'll see. Fair. And then the cheaters invade Arlington to play the fuckboys, and they have a couple of our ex players, and the media's taking a whole whole thing with it that doesn't feel like it's a thing but we're gonna make it a thing to sell content um so i think of who the cheaters are oh come on who else has been cheating in the nfl since we've been watching it oh okay come on fine fine the the fucking uh um, spy gate for boys. the ezekiel ezekiel the revenge games yeah dude, didn't they honestly, just sign a good. didn't they just sign a your backup quarterback and then they got Will Greer. To be fair, though, they yeah. needed Will Greer. Like, they actually did need Will Greer. Bailey Hoppy was their backup or whatever. And, like, or they Zappy. Will Greer because Bill Belichick saw what happens when you try to get this Cowboys offense to have to do anything new or different. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, no, true. new hand signs. Oh, no, new hand signs. What are we going to do? I agree that that's a part of it for sure. Because, like, the fact that the media is running with it just worries me that there's at least one person worried about it seriously. I mean, no, it's I, due diligence. So I'm glad Schottenheimer addressed it and they're doing it. But that's as far I think as I part need of the go. part of the beauty of Belichick is that it's like 80, 80% smoke and folklore. <laughs> Dude, did you hear his press conference today where he no. like he basically just rattled off exactly like he basically just rattled a fucking scouting list of all the great things about the Cowboys and it was just sure, like honey, God, this he, is what he does. Is that every man. week? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's just every time he does that, it's just like God, this is how he does it. He just he gives you nothing but 
all of the, the great football team, you know, future Hall of Famers at every position, um, great linebacker. I, when he said Leighton, he, he went on about Leighton Vanderesh for too long, though. I'm oh, on you, you know. Bro. I'm on you. You know, you know Vanderesh is a problem. But you know he has a hard on for LVE for the what if that he could do with LVE. Oh, no, he would sign LVE in a heartbeat, and he might next yeah. year. Because I don't know if LV's keeping a job at this rate, but we'll see. I like the dude, but God damn, that run defense is its a lot of it's looking like 55 and he's stepping up too. Speaking of which, how's that going to look on the Ezekiel Elliott revenge game? Exactly. Now, to be fair, there's some other stuff about this team that I would honestly be a little bit more worried about than Zeke, but he is, his he average looks nice. Way. They're using him well. <laughs> um, and our defense has just consistently not shown any sort of real push against the uh, the run still. Um, Mac Jones isn't the most elusive dude in the world, but he, he can kind of get out there and bumble fuck his way he's, around. He's, he's still young enough to at least scramble for a first yeah. every once in a while. Um, there's not as much to worry about with this team um, offensively. Defensively, I am still very worried because I just see um, – I just see a lot of holes in this offense for the Cowboys. And it's just like, even Pollard, I love Pollard, but I still see us just bashing Pollard, bashing Pollard. And I'm just like, this doesn't feel right. It feels like this, like, and Dowdle was nice. Dowdle had a nice game against the Cardinals. It just feels like um, maybe the Zeke thing is what it is, but it just feels like that, that body is still missing. Even if it never could have been Zeke this year. It still sort of feels like um, that part is struggling, and because Dak doesn't do the stuff that other quarterbacks do, it's showing off way more in a negative way. And of course, the asshole you can, is going to know that. You can go back into the conversation about how much should Dak have been playing in the preseason if he's missing guys from last year when you're trying to develop chemistry with. Again, we I brought it up earlier the red zone numbers, which is kind of what everyone's pointing at. These these guys he's working with right now he doesn't have he's got three games of experience with them in the red zone that's about it so yeah and I feel and that that's, that's a very different offensive mindset than between the twenties you know what I mean like and a new play caller is completely different yeah so I just I'll it doesn't look good but the idea is that they'll develop that once they have the experience and that's probably why they should have done more in the preseason but what are you gonna do. And I, that's fair. My issue with Dakota still remains. He's taking stupid sacks. The pocket awareness is still lackluster. The, at, least the, he's not, at least he's not falling down and throwing the ball as hard as he can 20 yards behind himself. <laughs> I get it. It could be worse. I'm not saying Dak's that bad. I'm no, just, no, if anything, it's it really always, frustration for him. In any sport, it's a bad place to be middling. Yes. You never want to be middling. And it's unfortunate because I do like the guy. I think he's he's got a lot of positives. It's just frustrating that I feel like I've broken record about him too, you know? Or it's like... And it, I guess it, to me, it's, it's also unfortunate for him because I know that the way this team works, even if we all as a world and nation come to the understanding that he is just this and he'll never be more than this, the Joneses won't. And so it's just like... I'm or, stuck with this guy, good or bad. That's why it's like when people are like, "Are you anti-Dak?" I'm like, "What are you fucking talking about? I'm stuck with this asshole. I want him to succeed more than anything, but I'm not going to lie about the fucking truth when I see it every week. You know, even in good games, I wins, I see this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, post post injury, Dak doesn't seem to be 
It's just it's stunted. It really feels stunted. It, yeah, it doesn't seem like he's going to progress to where he was aiming to, and it's too bad. And that's kind of where it's at. You There's still time. Not a cramp. A lot of talent on this team. The offense is tailored towards him now, right? Allegedly. I don't give a shit about them being the best team in football this season. I want them to be the best team they can be in the playoffs, including him. Yeah. That's all that matters. This is a great test against a beatable opponent again at home. If you lose, that's bad. I'm not going to lie. If you lose this game, I do think that's a bad thing. Even if it's a close loss, I just think that it kind of kind of reiterates some points because it's most likely Zeke probably got your ass a bad turnover too, and those are just going to look ugly. And then it's just, it sucks because maybe it's not fair, but everything you do in that fucking uniform is magnified and it does, it doesn't matter. So that's the job. Yeah. For fucking real. So I think the fuck boys will be the Cowboys again next week. Likely, But, but, but they are the fuck boys until further notice. That's what it got to be. Um, yeah, I think we've supplied the world with enough content for one week. The, yes. Um, so everyone enjoy that shit and go Rangers. And hopefully no more massive trades because I'd rather just have an easy like last week or last month. I mean, the unless season. there's yeah, unless there's just a real a real shocking twist. I don't think there'll be anything that big as far as we'll cover the drew holiday stuff, but that's minimal. That'll be a quick, Hey, this team got drew holiday. Sweet. Yeah. Let's rule. And the so. fact that I was going to say the fact that drew and Dame were both in that makes it that much bigger of magnitude. Yeah. Honestly, I'm hoping it's Philly or Boston. So we get a playoff series out of it, but we'll see. All right. All right well, let me hit one button. How can I make you laugh here? One more. Let's go with, We're thinking, well, don't you remember? We're fucking 11 and 2 Texas Tech, and we're just a little too good to play at Houston. I think that's a good one, especially because <laughs> Garner Minshew got the dub this week, you know, and Garner's like go. the last, he's the last guy. He's the last Leech guy and left, right? Because uh, Mahomes is well, after Leech. At least relevant ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. We'll talk to everyone later. Have a good week. Right. Like, subscribe, share, do other stuff. All of it. Subscribe the fuck out of everything. Comment everything. Fucking rate everything. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Um, buy a bot farm in fucking uh, Sri Lanka or something for us. I don't know. Step it up, fans. Yeah, if you want to pay for that. Not you. Do, you. If you want to pay for that, let me know. I'll, I'll set it up. Fans, it's time for you to do your job. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, peace out, man. Later. See ya. Thank you for consuming this week's Pass the Rock. As always, like, subscribe, share, do all the things that we need you to do for us to grow and for you to get more content that's even better and better. Have a good week. Thanks. Bye. But we see it for what the fuck it is. Y'all see this shit? Share, share, fucking share. Share, share, fucking share. Adjourn your asses.